0: Today's episode is brought to you by Outdoor Voices. For 20% off your first order of $100 or more, visit outdoorvoices.com slash braincandy and enter braincandy. Welcome to episode 252, everybody. Woo! How you feeling, Sarah?
1: I'm doing okay. The yeah? sunshine and the birds chirping.
0: I mean, I gotta be honest. We what? had a little too much to drink last night.
1: I what didn't know that we did, it. though. It didn't feel... You know what it was? We didn't do a very good job drinking water during dinner. Good point. We didn't point. Have, We didn't barely had any water at dinner. That is such a good point. It makes a difference. And we were just chatting so much... That I think we ate smaller meals than we've totally,
0: clocked. totally, and so
1: we really only had two glasses of wine at dinner. Yeah, and then we had a glass when we got home.
0: Yeah, but and this that, was
1: over a freaking five hour I know. period of time. Yeah, maybe we're just old. And we both woke up and we're like, I'm I, have tired. A I have a headache. <laughs> <laughs> give me something. Yeah,
0: but whatever, we'll charge through. I'm gonna have a yeah. day. I don't yeah. give a shit. What <laughs> Sorry, Linda. Okay. Uh, yeah, huh. let's do this. Do you have any like? Business to attend to? This is my new thing.
1: Business, business. Well, you know, like how last time I updated you with the emoji things like that. I think those are always fun business to like...
0: Oh, I mean like telling people to like subscribe. Oh, like that kind
1: of business. Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like housekeeping. Housekeeping things. Uh, I would love if you guys would subscribe to our newsletter. Yeah. Some people have been asking like, hey, where do I find out all this great information you talk about? Do you have this article?
0: Yeah, it only and goes out once a week. We and...
1: used to just send the articles out, but then we're like, wait a sec. Yeah. Wouldn't it be easier if we just yeah, sent one, one thing stuff that stuff. had everything has links to our merch? Yeah. I'm and hearing that people are putting their babies in some cute onesies that we sell. So cute. I love that.
0: We have some kids clothes. I love our Sorry Linda shirt yes. the most. so good. And I do, I tried to find her and I tried to find the gal from our episode five Debate. Oh my of the gosh, M.I.A.? I don't have anything. Wow. But the thing was, she followed you on Twitter, so I thought it would be easy to find her because if I just search like her name and whatever, but no no luck. So -hmm. if you're out there, if your name's Cassie and you were on our Great Debate episode, please, I'm trying to find you. I guarantee you she doesn't listen
1: anymore. But Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm dying to know what she's up to.
0: People to this day are, are still... Cannot believe that episode, right? And it was only our fifth episode, and she was a woman who didn't believe in feminism.
1: Yeah,
0: and it was sad, man, because she was like holding her baby during the interview and like
1: still. <laughs> what did you say about like yeah? Because you're doing all the work, problem well, getting help the from husband. The baby
0: cried, and we were like, "You go ahead and deal with it," because we know your husband won't. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. But she was very sweet, and it wasn't like a mean spirited oh, situation. Yeah. It was just like this person, you know, probably. Yeah. Has religious and philosophical values that are very different from ours, and mm-hmm. we wanted to hear about them. Yeah,
1: when you grow up believing something, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I was watching the Judd Apatow stand-up comedy uh, a couple nights ago, and he was talking about you know why it's not a good idea to get stoned with your kids, and why he wouldn't want to like smoke. Why? Weed with What's his kids? the reason? Because he's like, I would get like too, like you, you came out of my balls <laughs> like he, would, he says that he's like right. he would get to like you weren't there and then I had sex with your mother and then you weren't there <laughs> and so and then the whole thing he talks about though he's like and you didn't know what a chicken was and then I was like that over there is a chicken and then you knew what a chicken was <laughs> and I was just thinking that of like that's it that is essential what he's saying is you we come in knowing nothing and our parents are like this is how to be a human. Yeah. And if your lesson on how to be a human is a shitty lesson or teacher was asleep yeah. through a couple of courses, courses, yeah. you're not going to learn that. Mm-hmm. And you're going to learn a different lesson and you're not going to know what a chicken is or what femini- feminism is and, you know.
0: It's funny you say that because I just read an article about how um, ev- I think pretty much everybody already knows that where you live yeah. Um, affects how much you're paid. So if you yeah. live in New York City and do a job, you'll make a different amount than if you live in Alabama. Correct. But what um this article was saying and this was in the Atlantic was it matters even if you live in New York City, if you're from Alabama, you will make less. <gasps> than what? Yeah. So like your hometown affects your okay. your pay. Is that for because the same job? Well, they're trying to figure it out. What is the reason? So they have like theories because they don't. They've determined there's a relationship, but they don't know the cause. Yeah. And so they were saying that what you just said, which is that the cultural values you're exposed to when you're young uh-huh. stick with you. Uh-huh. So if you, even if you say are a feminist, if you grew up in an environment or a town or a family that wasn't. Mm-hmm you perhaps subconsciously or unconsciously yeah, um yeah. accept less yes, as a woman than probably. you would if you grew up in a very liberal progressive environment Totally. I was shocked though because I'm from Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm from a very conservative background, but I
1: live in LA and mm-hmm. I think do I make less because I was I don't think maybe it's not that you make less but there isn't the drive to like what the baseline that you need for comfort or what you've decided is like, this is what mm. I need. Really? You think that Maybe might have something the, the, to do with that it? it goes like way deep, you know? Because mm-hmm. I was reading some other article that says like how, by state, which state, uh, or what people in each state think is the amount of money you need to retire that will last you however long. Yeah. And different states think that you need different amounts. And like California, it's like, 1.6 million, and like other places, it's, you know, whatever it is. And California was higher. So I wonder if it's just that in, you know, me growing up, raised here, born here, it's like I believe that the cost of living is mm. this. So my baseline so for you how think much you I need, need more is to live? maybe, like I think I need more. Maybe. Mine's probably way lower than other people's to begin with anyway.
0: But like if you went, you grew up in L.A., but if you moved to... Toledo, Ohio, you would make more. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this is saying.
1: Because I, my, my, uh, expectation of what I'm going to make would be California expectations, even if I'm in.
0: Yeah. It said where you live now Mm -hmm. matters more, Mm -hmm. but where you're from matters a lot. Wow. And I was Really
1: disturbed, yeah. <laughs>
0: but born you know, in Santa Monica, so <laughs> hey, yeah, you're gonna be fine then, yeah. Oh, well, that's good, yeah, because you know, that's yeah. uh, what, what yes. they would consider to be because it was a, a full standard deviation, like this was a Whoa. A, a lot. Uh, like, if you're comparing Minnesota to Texas, yeah. was the example that they gave, okay. Um, that it's a big, big difference, wow, yeah. So, that's depressing. <laughs> Unless you're Sarah and grew yeah. up in Santa Monica or whatever um and I also read an article about a um Swedish preschool mm-hmm. that is doing this their their methodology for teaching is genderless or or kind of like reverse gendered
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um like like how what? they were pointing out how. When kids draw, for example, like pictures of humans, Mm -hmm. they do little things to indicate that like someone's a girl, Mm -hmm. like they would draw eyelashes on her. Yeah. But boys have eyelashes. Right. And so whenever they see stuff like that happen, they say, they point it out. Yeah. And they try to undo those social constructs. How's that going? Great! Oh, good. Yeah, and it says that the teachers watch tapes of themselves to. Oh, I
1: love that. Yeah, like
0: freaking football players, like or I, like us as therapists. We yeah. watch
1: our own f- film. Absolutely. It's I mean, fantastic to do. Yeah, you learn so much, right? Why do you think? I think anybody who was on reality television one well, or two... to. Not everybody. They, they either go in one or two directions. Mm-hmm. They. Go, I think we talked to Nehemiah, and he had a lot to say on that when we did the fifteen minutes of blame of how it gives you the opportunity to look at yourself from another person's yeah. perspective and go, okay, well, if I need to, to learn, that If you want to learn. If you want can. to learn. So I'm sure these yeah. teachers are really... And they encourage
0: the girls to take up physical and emotional space. And be, they encourage the girls to be defiant. Good. Right? So I would
1: thrive in that school.
0: They're allowed to notice gender, but they... Or I'm sorry, not, I shouldn't have said the word allowed... They they the teachers say that the kids notice gender, mm-hmm. but they don't prefer the same. So like you know how
1: oh yeah girls with girls boys with boys that's
0: what you see when you go to any school yeah. in America
1: and it's, this is not like that yeah <gasps> well this is amazing yeah because that teaches that I bear oh my God there's so many assumptions we can make from that mm-hmm. I bet the uh uh that. Domestic violence and sexual abuse, if you teach that way, goes way down. Interesting. Why? Because I don't think you would sexually abuse something that you feel that you're equal with. Oh. You like rape, you're saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I think that the, the chances of you were to do this in all Scandinavian schools or wherever, Swiss, what did you say? Swedish. Swedish. Yeah. All Swedish schools. Um, and you looked at this, you know, up until like college where you do have... In, yeah. Sometimes date rape and all those kind of things that yeah. can happen, that those you would see a big drop in numbers because I imagine all kinds of bad yeah.
0: behavior is Tons. decreased. Yeah. Um, and like if the girls in the classroom like get really loud and voice their opinion, they're rewarded. Oh, that's so cool. Which I love. So it's not just equality, like they're I think they're actively Mm-hmm. discouraging male mm-hmm. aggression and encouraging female aggression. Good. Just so that then it would be even... It's almost like reparations. Yeah. You know, because you know? it's not as if then they're going to create these monster women. No, they They'll it's just, just end up being a little right, bit... Right, right, right. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know, I'm into that. And this was in the New York Times. I can put it in the newsletter, actually.
1: Um, Are there any downside?
0: anything that they've seen that's... They didn't say any. It mm-hmm. was all just sort of reporting what they do, and then having the teachers describe what they've noticed Great. from the kids, so it wasn't even endorsing it; it was just reporting yeah. what happens. And and for me, I like it, but maybe another reader
1: would be disturbed by that oh, information. Yeah. Right. So, um, oh, I see. Yeah, you can interpret it through whatever lens you.
0: Yeah. All right, but what about how? Remember when I told you that I am looking for new denim? Mm-hmm. Well, the search is over. Mm there she goes again know,
1: I'm, I'm going well, where do i need to go
0: mott and Bo, you already know because remember i well, was yeah, telling super you about stretchy, them.
1: comfy jeans
0: yes they mott mm. and Bo are a jeans company that wanted to make designer jeans for half the price so their whole thing is at mottandbow.com you can get them and they look incredible they're so comfy i got literally they're called mom jeans i saw those i was so excited they look like you yeah man.
1: Yeah. And you
0: want to live in them. They are luxury jeans for 100 bucks and they're only available at com. They have super flattering fits for curves. They stretch without stretching out and they hug you in all the right places. That's what
1: I heard. They've got really good stretch like that yeah. four-way stretch. Yeah. And then like on the descriptions of the pants they'll tell you the percentage of everything that's in there so you right. know what What's kind, cooking. you know, you're getting.
0: So you can, you can get the stretch without being uncomfortable or restricting, and their washing and handcrafted dry finishing process is w- part of what makes the pair exquisitely comfortable oh. and 100% unique. We love unique around here. Their uh, at-home try-on program ensures the perfect fit as well, and they ship you two sizes. You can try on both, keep the one that works best for you, and send back the other one in the same box. Prepaid label. Um, these are $200 designer jeans for half the price. Plus their September savings event means you will save 20% on everything at com slash brain candy. That's M O T T and B O com slash brain candy for 20% off everything. This is their best deal anywhere, but it's only for the month of September. Save 20% during Mott and Bow's September savings event at com slash brain candy. Anyway.
1: Um, would you like to hear about a place where you can have ASMR in real life? Oh yeah. Have
0: you heard of this? Yeah,
1: the Whisper Lot.
0: Yes, I read about it. Oh yeah, what did you read? Well, when I was re- uh researching for my article oh. about ASMR, I was uh reading about this trend and how they're opening up like a real life version mm-hmm. and it seems
1: like the next phase yeah. of ASMR. Well, this one this article was written by a woman who has you know, all those ASMR triggers, like, she loves it. She talks about how she isn't a big fan of touching. Like, she, you know, doesn't want...
0: That's not her thing.
1: It's not her thing. Like, she doesn't want you to touch her or like, you know, she likes her own space. Okay. But she loves the intimacy of ASMR and it feels so good and blah, blah, blah. And she went to one of these. For her, it did not translate.
0: Oh why? Because that's insane! I can't believe that. Yeah,
1: for her, it, it felt there were a few different things she talked about. She said, for one, it so almost this felt this was a like, first-person article. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Yes, and um, every there, she was in a room with three other people, and two out of the three had done this before, and it was her first time, and one of the other gals' first times. And they put a blindfold on you, and everything's kind of similar to what the videos would be like where it's like sounds and whispers mm-hmm. and ear-to-ear. Mm-hmm. Ear. But you said "What you can be anonymous when you're just watching it and it, it's intimacy that doesn't require anything from you mm-hmm. when you watch it on the screen, on, yeah. you know, on your computer or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you do it in real life, there's this anxiety that comes up of how am I supposed to be, what am I supposed to respond, what if I... like You almost watch it and like zone out. It would be like watching porn in real life. And I mean, you're not getting off. You're not like, it's not like a sexual yeah, it's thing. Yeah, like a
0: would be like a live sex show. Yeah. It'd be a totally different experience. Totally different, right? And mm-hmm. then all of a
1: sudden people are, you're aware that somebody's watching how you're reacting to whatever they're doing, you know?
0: Interesting. Because when I heard about The Lodge, I thought this
1: could be like a huge moneymaker. Yeah. But maybe not. I mean, I'm like, I'm I'm part of me, it's like oh that sounds really nice. They call it a spa experience. Yeah. So you can go in there and then you do have a one-on-one session consultation. Yeah. Oh, a session. Like, like it's the uh, there is a one-on-one portion of it where they like take yeah. you into a room and they're like Rub makeup brushes on your face. Or it just reminded me of the stuff that I would do with the like little girls in second grade when we were in, like little kids. We would do that, like crack an egg on your head, totally let the run down. And I love that. Or like spiders on your shoulder. Right. And we would have like a whole thing that we would do, like on me buses too. and stuff. Yeah. It's like little we were doing it already. And I don't know, there's something they were saying. So like that portion of it sounds nice to me and lovely. Yeah. But there is she said there is this anxiety of of feeling Which like you have to do something or like the purpose. Totally. And uh she said the one that was really difficult for her was then when there was a male M- a- ASMR artist where she felt like he was mansplaining how to have ASMR like oh my the God. experience, even though he was like, And now you'll feel this and whatever and she was like, I hated it. It was like he was mansplaining wow. ASMR to me. Yeah. Even though well. he was doing it. You know, why? It, to
0: me, now that you're describing it, it sounds like something you would probably
1: want to do once. Just to see... Either that or you just become addicted to that because that's your intimacy. Okay. That's how you get that fixed. And it kind of like gives you all... It can give you all those feelings of intimacy without any of the feelings of... like. I can imagine if somebody is... Say that they're a survivor of sexual abuse and the idea of sex is like real yeah it's traumatizing still, yeah, but you still crave intimacy, yeah, and you still crave that feeling of having somebody like take care of you, yeah, this is like all those nice feelings with the sex removed from it,
0: right. so like maybe
1: it would be helpful for that. I didn't see any men who were in this article or in attendance or did not she talked about everybody being women,, oh. except one guy who worked there
0: i I don't recall if there if we have numbers on how asmr. Like if there's more women yeah, than have yeah, it than men, yeah. okay, that's interesting.
1: It would it would be interesting to know, and I would I would bet that more women did have it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, because I think it's that vagus nerve connection, mm-hmm. and I think it's the same as if you and I think it it's it's you know tuned up more on women because of the need to protect children. Mm-hmm. Like when we see. Do you get a physical reaction when you see Lincoln, like, trip or do something that could hurt him? Yeah. And it, like, physically hurts in your body? Yeah. That's the vagus nerve. Yeah. That is that nerve. And if it fires, like, like I can't even watch America's Funniest Home Videos or skateboarding videos. Because watching somebody fall hurts so bad. Even a stranger, you're saying. Oh, it's insane how bad it hurts.
0: Oh, my God. I can't.
1: I can't. It physically... Hurts my body. Wow. So interesting. And I think that's just higher on women than men. Yeah, I like, would oh, imagine. Let me watch that video.
0: Um, speaking of women and men, did this was a couple weeks ago, but did you were you privy to the Scarlett Johansson trans? Uh, oh God. Controversy? Yeah.
1: With the same people who did the movie, um, <sighs> she was in another movie that was based on a book. The
0: AI thing.
1: Yeah. Girl. No. It was not Lucy. Oh,
0: it was when she was cast as like an Asian person. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. And they were like, why couldn't you just put an Asian actress in that that, to play that? Absolutely. And it's the same thing. Absolutely. Like, why are we using a white person to play a role of someone who's not that? Yeah. You know? Well, some people There are a lot of trans actors out there.
0: Yeah. Well, some people would, were arguing, you know, that's what acting is though, is that oh, that's you know, they that's their job is to pretend, but the trans community spoke out and said, "Well, then why aren't we getting jobs
1: to play cis correct actor." And uh, also sorry, characters. an argument for that is back in the day when women were not allowed to be in Shakespeare plays and men were playing all the female characters. Yeah. We weren't that's not no, that's technically just pretending and saying, no, you don't get to be part of this. It's just for us to pretend about. Well, right. No, I'm gross about doubt about that.
0: And like, I appreciate the ways that it's come a long way so far. Like, um, I'm glad that there was that movie, I think it was called Trans, ugh, not, there's the the show called Transparent, right? Yeah. And then there was one with the woman from Desperate Housewives um, I can't recall her name, but she played a trans
1: oh, woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Felicity, Felicity Huffman. Huffman.
0: Yeah. And that's good. I'm glad those things were produced yeah. because that's the first step is yeah, just like step. showing them in the first place as a character in a movie. Mm-hmm. But those people playing them are not trans. Right. So I think it's time now. Yeah. Because initially Scarlett Johansson was like, well, then tell that to this actor, this actor, this actor that, I, that played a trans or whatever. But times change. Yes, totally. And time's up. Yeah. And so I guess they switched it since then.
1: Like, she oh, good. she bowed out. Oh, good. but That's the right thing to do.
0: Yeah, she did a misstep, though, at the first. I understand being defensive. Yeah. But maybe do better. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Who's she married to? Nobody. Nobody. She's dating Colin Jost, Jost or whatever that guy's name oh, is from SNL. okay. The a Weekend Update yeah. guy. Yeah, But Well, she was with Ryan Reynolds, right? I think was they she? dated. Yeah. I don't remember her She's been with, uh, she was with Sean Penn for a while. Whoa. Yeah, that was hot and heavy. Okay. <laughs> Keep up,
1: Sarah. Yeah, way behind.
0: But yeah, that was something I meant to mention to you a while ago, but then hmm. I didn't. Another thing that I meant to ask you is if you've sold tons of stuff on Poshmark. A ton. Tell me what kind of stuff you've been listing. Uh, I do have a whole bunch of
1: kid stuff that I'm throwing up for a friend. Oh. Yeah, wow, I, I didn't see it, that coming. <laughs> yeah, I have it, and like a cute pair of and it's just we're coming into the right season for it with fall. I have a pair of kids Hunter rain boots. What size? Too small for your your kid. Actually, Why am I maybe screaming? no. Because the kid was a second grader. He's like a set. what color? Black. I need those. You, I'll oh buy my them. god, mother and do- and son matching, and you both have your hunter boots. So cute. Okay, you can have them.
0: Oh my god, I'll buy I'll have them. more stuff for other people. I'll go on Poshmark. I'm going to find your store, which is I am Sarah Rice, and my uh, closet, I should say, yeah. is called Susie Meister. And if you don't know what Poshmark is, it is this awesome app where you can list or buy. Items from your closet, whether it's clothes or um, accessories, purses, anything like that, and you can buy a lot of secondhand things or gently—I guess they call them gently used or new with tags—even yep. at such a great discount. And they've offered our listeners a five-dollar-off deal when you use our code. I am Sarah Rice. When you sign up or when you make your first purchase, yep. and that five bucks can actually buy you an item totally, so it's super cool. And you can make deals like if Sarah has something listed for $20, I could say, Well, I ha- will give you 15, and then she could decide whether to accept that or counter offer. I'll just be like, So you deal. can make deals, yeah, yeah. that's fun. So try that out, poshmark.com. Use code I am Sarah Rice. Um, when you make your first purchase, too, it's a referral code, and you'll get five dollars off. That's super fun. Um. Okay. What next?
1: Hmm. A company oh. came out with the darkest black. Oh yeah, I existed. wanted to. You
0: told me you had this story.
1: I want yeah. to hear all about it. So how I first found out about this is I read this headline. Maybe you read it too. It no. said man falls into. Uh, man actually falls into cartoon hole. What? Do you understand what I'm saying? Probably not. Is it a real hole? It the, it was a real hole. But it's it painted to look like it's just one of those Acme, like Looney Tunes. How
0: do you like paint a hole? black spot.
1: Okay. Okay. So they used this black paint. Who's they? This artist. And the artist's name, um, he's the same guy who did the silver bean in Chicago. Yeah. It
0: is uh, he is: Anish like that,
1: Kapoor. Yeah. He doesn't
0: like that? Well, he's mad that people call it the bean, but oh. yeah.
1: That's even what they referred to it as the article and they put it in quotes. Everyone knows. Oh, he yeah. Probably, yeah. He doesn't like that. Um, what does he call it? Who knows? Something oh, no. weird, something fancy. Okay. Well, he did this uh, exhibit, this installation, where there was an eight by eight hole, so eight feet wide and eight feet deep, obviously. And he painted the whole inside of the hole with this paint that's called Vanta Black. That's this brand new black that's been developed using nanotubes to cover the material, and it absorbs 99.965% of all light. So when you look at it, what looks craziest is they take a piece of tinfoil. They paint the tinfoil with this black and they crinkle it up and then undo it. And you know that there are ridges. You know there are edges. Tinfoil usually re- reflects light like crazy. It just looks like a big black hole in the middle of the no. tinfoil. Because you're, you're, it feels like your eye is playing a trick on you. It is the most bizarre thing to look at because you're like that. Your brain doesn't know how to it. Your brain doesn't know it. how to process it at all. Okay. And so they painted, he painted the inside of this hole with this paint that made it look like it's, it just looks like a flat black, a flat black piece, like like somebody painted a circle black and slapped no. it on the floor. And a man fell into it and he put him in the hospital. I shouldn't laugh at that. He's fine. But, and it was at a museum. Like they've sent, at, like, the, what? Yeah, apparently there were signs up saying, like, careful, caution, whatever. Sarah! Here was an 80-year-old Italian man fell right into the hole.
0: This is stupid on so many levels. Like, that, the artist would create that without safety yeah, precautions. Like something, it is something like, How deep
1: was this hole? Eight feet. Eight feet. Yeah. By eight feet. That guy could have died. No, for real, he could have. And they've since put up a, a, a like a fencing or like a, a rope around it so that it's roped off, but uh, it wasn't yeah. roped, off, roped off before. They didn't,
0: that didn't occur to them. Before. Right. Like Let's the, make a this hole thing that doesn't that, like, look looks, like a hole. Right.
1: And then, see, it and almost just seems see what like happens. a trick. Uh, but, the, but that led, led me down this whole rabbit Get hole. It? Get it? Oh, my God. That's probably why I said that. <laughs> totally. Um, this led me down... I'm going to show you the picture of the the hole. It just looks like that.
0: Okay. It's just a black that's hole. That's
1: insane. And that is an actual hole. I am not happy. Right. Um... <laughs> it's so bizarre. And uh so it got me interested in looking at what the heck is this paint. Yeah. Yeah. So this Vanta Black paint because it is it's like a they call it a performance material because it can do multiple things. It's not just a color. So there are rules about who has access to this. So he's bought this artist bought the rights to that color yeah so now he's like get everybody's mad at him because like he owns the darkest black for use of like you can use it in artistic he's like the only one who could use it artistically what but then other like mili- it's being developed in military and like space mm, i don't know
0: what they're else? allowed to they, use they're it
1: they're using it for different developments but they've like licensed it to oh. him so to he's the able- only artist yes. that can use it yes and like other artists are upset
0: He sounds like a real dick.
1: Kinda, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's a good point. (laughs) Sorry, Linda. Yeah. I mean, come on. Artists, I really think that usually artists their highest value and virtue is the belief that art is meant to be communal and for everyone, or at
1: least they should believe that. Yeah. And this guy is just being a selfish artist. Yeah, he really is. I mean, huh. it's it's a real uh something that I don't think needs to be an issue.
0: And he's yeah. turned it into
1: one. Yeah. And all he's using it for is painting holes that people are falling into.
0: Right. He's done nothing good with it. Nothing. I'm file so people were doing better. Mad. All right, well, let's move on. Uh God, I'll
1: send up. you the article so that you can put it in the newsletter so that people can see yes. what this black You're looks gonna like on see tinfoil. Because it. I really, really think you have to see it.
0: All right. That's good. Did you? Are you privy to the English hit Love Island? It's a reality show? No. It is... This summer was... Just, like, gangbusters, crazy. English,
1: wait, what did you call it? Love Island?
0: Yeah, it's a reality TV show that is, is on this like in the, England. like, the
1: English version of Bachelor in Paradise?
0: Kind of, but I think it's, like, happening while... It's kind of like Big Brother in the sense that it's happening while it airs,
1: so... Oh! You know, they're kind of doing yeah. it
0: at that moment. Man,
1: Britain is taking the reality... Ch- Shows like do they just take it up a notch. I think so. I think so too. They're
0: now they're going to make one in the U.S. because it's been so popular in Whoa. England. But yeah. I can't. I, that's why I asked you if you knew about it because no. even after reading about it, I can't get a, a handle on what it is about it that's so different from other oh, well, dating. What is, what is it? Well, it's just sort of like people on an island that are super hot, okay. and they're supposed to pair off. It's, oh, yeah. it was talking about how. You're supposed to pair off, and if you don't find a partner, then you have to go.
1: Yeah, that's and, like Temptation Island.
0: Yeah, but then the reason why in England it went crazy is because there was a guy, He was he's a doctor, and he was, I think, the last person to find a partner, and he so became the underdog. And I think that English people get to vote and stuff. Uh-huh. It's more interactive. But then it turned out that he was, like, misogynistic or something (gasps) after a few episodes. Like, then he wasn't the underdog anymore. He was, like, the villain. Yeah. And I guess it would probably... The success of that show must be just about casting. Yeah, yeah. Like, who do you got? And
1: also, I think a little bit, you know, in hearing you say that he was the underdog and then he was the villain, kind of makes me think that when we go to a challenge, they know everything that's going to happen. And Mm -hmm. so they can almost... Edit your character mm-hmm. to be consistent throughout the whole show, or yes. there are moments of of uh, whatever it is yeah. they get to control that. But if it's all live, and the audience is really doing the, you know, and it would just change the editing process, you know. So there would be these moments where you're like, oh, you think this person's one way, mm-hmm. but then he's totally different. Where and that rolls out naturally, like.
0: Well, we talked about um, with our friend Justin who is a producer on Big Brother he talks about how he grew up watching reality TV and was really into like the storytelling that you saw on the early days of the real world and stuff mm-hmm. and that's why he really likes Big Brother still because they have the 24 um, hour yeah. cameras so it's some no matter what someone is watching yeah. all the time so that it leaves very little wiggle room for the producers Right. because
1: Yeah, they they can't pretend. That didn't happen like that.
0: And so it just shows what really happens. And maybe this has an element of that. That's what I'm. That is essentially
1: what I was. Yeah. Yeah. And so then you can't manipulate the characters.
0: I feel like producers though should take note of that and see that the audience Uh likes the true story, like the actual how it happened, instead of just making the craziest possible plot even at the expense of truth.
1: Yeah. It's so weird because on one hand you see this rise in like the YouTube community of these videos of nothing, of just a day. You know, we talked about the girl just studying or, you know, mm-hmm. your kid used to love those videos of just watching people play with Legos and toys. Mm-hmm. And it's of the most boring stuff. And they're getting millions and millions of hits. Yeah. But well, then on TV, we're seeing the exact opposite. Yeah. And it's even like sensationalized.
0: Like, well, you, exactly. And even with this show, they're all super hot in bikinis. I mean, that's yeah. pretty basic human urge to watch right. that. I mean, yeah. it's like we were talking about the yesterday with Baywatch.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and now it wasn't because of David Hasselhoff.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't tuning in for yeah. David Hasselhoff. Yeah
0: nobody's denying that. Right. But it is weird how you're as you're saying on YouTube, people will watch
1: mm-hmm.
0: nothing. Nothing. Wonder why our desire and of what our tastes are changed based on the medium. It's
1: ooh, you know. Or do they? I don't know. I don't I e- I don't even know if they do. Maybe we've just gotten so used to like I I always mm-hmm. think about advertisers too and how that whole it keeps everything going mm-hmm. and how the reason why, like, Carl's Jr. puts a girl in a bikini, you know, yeah. on the car, because that stuff sells, you know. Yeah. It puts your brain in a place that, like, when you see a bunch of women in a bathing suit on TV, you there's a social comparison that's done where all of a sudden you go, oh, I'm not as good as those mm-hmm. women who are in bikinis and yeah. get to pick their then they throw on a commercial about for, you know, lengthening mascara and you're like, "I know, I'll buy that because there's this you don't even know, you're not consciously doing this. This yeah. is all happening. Yes. It's how advertising works. And you're like
0: lizard brain or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And all of a
1: sudden you're like, your, your brain is saying, I need to do something right now to improve my, social, my place in the social hierarchy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden an advertiser gives you a hint of, hey, here's how you can do it. And you get it stuck in your head, well, I got to get, get that mascara. Even if you don't realize it. Even if you it. don't know, you will, think about that, you will think about your mascara differently in a way that, that you don't even know you're doing. Yeah. This is the art of advertising.
0: Right. I mean, this is fundamental yeah. stuff here. And I think
1: you can't do that with mundane shit. Like Although, you can't do that with a boring video. So they can't act, how can you throw on advertising when people are calm, relaxed, anxiety is reduced? Yeah. Well, then you should advertise for banking. Well,
0: yeah, right. There's probably certain products yeah. that would work. Yeah. Um, but I think to answer my own question about like why would our preferences be different depending on the medium? Perhaps it's that when we're watching TV, our needs are different than when we're on YouTube. Oh, like
1: when we when we we're choose seeking, to watch. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a
0: good point. And so, on when you're online, you might be more inclined to want to be pacified or whatever. And when you're watching a different medium, you might want to be excited. That's true. Or something. Yeah. Susie's got a theory. Yeah, that's a theory. Susie's got a theory, but there's no evidence to
1: support it. That's really good.
0: Let's take a break and talk about how we're getting outside. We're getting active. Yeah, and we're wearing
1: outdoor voices. Which can we just talk about how cute that name is? (laughs) don't you remember when you were little and people say use your inside voice? Uh These guys are like, f that. We're outdoor voices.
0: Well, I heard about how their um, philosophy is just about doing things. It's not yes. like harder, stronger, faster. Right. It's just like just go out and enjoy the yeah. the life that you have. Take I a love walk. That. I love it too. I think it's such a good reminder that it doesn't always have to be a freaking triathlon. But you know
1: what? <laughs> it does have to be what super cute and looking good and fabulous. Super
0: cute. Yeah. Outdoor Voices is a clothing company that is made to sweat in. Um, And whether you're hoping to add versatile pieces to your wardrobe or looking for an activity-specific collection like running shorts, they have everything you need. And um, if you go to OutdoorVoices.com, you can shop their clothes or you can find uh, locations across the country. And they offer free shipping and free returns. They have clothing that's engineered for performance and designed for having fun. I love something that's designed for me to have fun. Yeah. That's what I want out of life. Um, and they are, you know, great for if you do want to go harder, stronger, faster, whatever. But I'm going to take it each. Um For 20% <laughs> off your first order of $100 or more, visit OutdoorVoices.com slash Brain Candy and enter promo code Brain Candy. That's 20% off your first order of $100 or more. Visit OutdoorVoices.com slash Brain Candy and enter Brain Candy. What did you oh. get?
1: I oh, You know what I'm really into right now? Hmm. Matching sets of like a crop top and leggings That's right. yeah so i got um and i bought these new shoes that are like white so i wanted to go with almost like an all like white or yeah. off-white combo which is like, really cute so i bought this really cute crop top i want to say it's called like the athena crop top yeah in dove gray and then the pants that are designed like moisture wick and they're super awesome and they're like the, i'm really excited so get ready to see a picture, picture of it
0: that didn't happen. <laughs> picture didn't happen
1: okay what's next
0: i was thinking about how because i get emails all the time about like someone that read the same article as me and they're like, you got it wrong. I want to have like a spin off to the Brain Candy <laughs> called We Got It Wrong. Yeah. And we just like
1: fact check. Yeah. <laughs> there was an episode I was listening to the other week and I was like, oh, I said that show, but it wasn't that. It was like, <laughs> I was like oh, cool Like
0: enough. Gretchen and I talked about that guy that shot himself with the um, the gun yeah. and then had a weather balloon yeah. attached and whatever. And I got the part wrong where I said that they had eventually found the weapon. Yeah. They didn't. Oh. They they found like whatever it was his searches that they realized oh my what happened. But the weapon they say probably fell into the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. So it actually is an effective totally <laughs> means for getting rid of evidence. Yeah. <laughs> but somebody wrote to me and was like, "Yeah, my friend was the one whose dad No. Yeah. No. Yes, and I felt so bad. I my didn't even write back. My friend was the
1: one whose dad she,
0: she wrote the article. This woman The friend whose dad commits suicide was the author of the New York Times article, and this was her friend who listened to our show. Oh, I felt like such an idiot.
1: Or I feel like wow, everybody (laughs) listens to the Brand Candy podcast. We are really
0: popular. We have totally opposite reactions.
1: Yes, even the balloon. Because I,
0: the thing is, I do make an effort to get everything right and like to be as specific and whatever as possible, but I read a lot of stuff, yeah. and sometimes um yeah. I conflate articles, yeah. or I, like, what's that word? Transpose yeah. Yeah. information, and someone else will be like, yeah, I read that article, and you're stupid. <laughs> I'm so sorry when that happens.
1: Listen, 252 episodes are bound to... <laughs> Screw up something here and
0: there. What else did I get wrong? Lots of stuff. But yeah. for all of... Oh,
1: the worst one. What?
0: It's always going to be worse when it's about my field of study. Oh. Was when I misspoke and said the rabbi when I meant the mohel about the circumcision. Oh,
1: my and God. You're the only one who's, who's worried about that. No,
0: every Jew would be like, what is she saying? Well, okay. I understand. <laughs> that, but like... Especially when she's a doctor of religion. Yeah. But it was this setting is so different from right. a pro- like a true professional yes. setting. Yeah. So it's just like we're sitting here as friends. Yeah. Well, that's a problem yeah. because then you fuck up. Right. Linda would tell you the same. <laughs> and so anyway, sorry
1: about that. Yeah. Well, it's okay. I forgive you. I do it all the time too probably.
0: I wanted to talk about how I read this article on – instagram okay and i love instagram and so i like to read about it and there is
1: this oh it was an article about instagram not yeah. an article that you saw on it correct okay got it
0: and it was talking about how we all think we're being so like artsy and creative with our pictures but like everyone's doing the same yeah. stuff yeah um and then there's this account evidently that i forget the name of it but it's something like Instagram repeats or something. And they'll show a picture of a woman in like, like kind of like the one you did where the ha- the yeah. hat. Why or do you lin- think I did that? Right. Okay. Well, so you wear a big hat yeah. and then you don't face the camera and uh-huh. you look at something really beautiful. Yeah. And that <laughs> is totally something that's cool. And I love to see pictures like that. But evidently a lot of people lot of think people. that's yeah. cool. And yeah. so then this account puts like a collage of I them. I love that. And we, I realized like how we're all so, yeah. uh, basic, <laughs> right. Or like the one in the camper van and there, you see their feet mm-hmm. and then you see this beautiful background mm-hmm. of whatever the mm-hmm. sunset or something mm-hmm. and everybody posts the same picture. Yeah,
1: it's just like the knees or feet at the beach. Yeah. are these legs or hot dogs or yeah, whatever. Yeah. The but, hot dog
0: knees. <laughs> hot yeah. dog knees. Yeah. It's totally true. But like, okay, so whenever you make a, uh, get a pic- an idea for a picture, yeah. um, do you think it's original?
1: No. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I never think as I'm like as I, reinventing like, the wheel. I, the first pictures that my husband took when I was posing for that. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, stand over here. And I looked at the camera and I was like, oh, these sunglasses and this hat don't go together. So I'll turn around. And I turned around. Oh, it was like a workaround. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay. Just take a picture of the back of my head. And well, I didn't want my face to be on camera. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing, the trouble that I had with the article was simply that I don't really think that we're tr- necessarily trying to be different. Like, I think... We want to just make a pretty picture.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's almost like we have been inspired by something and see it. And we're like, oh, yeah. let's." It's like that, a little bit familiar to us. So we yeah. remember that pose. Yeah,
0: and you might not even realize that you're yeah. kind of re- recreating it. Yeah, But then I was like, there's only a certain number of, like, freaking yeah. things you can really do. Yeah,
1: and poses and faces you make. Or-
0: yeah. Um, and... My feeling is like, in terms of who I want to follow and what pictures I like to see, I just like to look at pretty things. Yeah. Like, same. And I follow a lot of um, like organizational ones. And it's like, I just really like to see those. It makes I me feel good. I love seeing those. Like organizational porn. Yes. I love it. Me too. The home edit. That's the only one I follow. Do I need
1: more? Or oh my God. More? I, need to get I went on. on a whole. Okay. I need to get on that. Because that's <laughs> yeah. great for me. It's really, yeah, it's soothing. It's totally soothing. Exactly. I totally get, I'm like, thank you for putting everything in labeled boxes. It makes my life feel somehow more organized.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing for me is that I think a lot of people, that's why a lot of people buy like bins to organize, but then never get around to it. They, Uh It's just nice to even think
1: about. Yeah,
0: And it's soothing to even imagine or look at, even if you're not going to apply it. That's
1: why I love going to Susie's house and I open up her pantry (laughs) and I'm just like, I just want to stare at it. What do you like about I it? it? I love it. Everything's in its own acrylic box. It's perfectly, <laughs> and there's like deep stock of everything. Like you're not <laughs> gonna run out of mustard in the Butler House.
0: <laughs> deep stock. Right, 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 right. Well, I'm into buying in bulk. Yeah, because you know you save a few pennies. Mm. I'm just into that, Sarah. You're into saving pennies. I get it. Um, okay, I wanted to go loves over that. Mustard. Then I wanted to mention this article that was in the. I know you're so tired. I'm sorry. Well, you keep yawning. I'm well, sorry. Well,
1: that's just be, you know sometimes when it's like a beautiful day and the sun is shining yeah. and you get like basked in sunlight totally and you just, it's like insta just sleepy oh. time. I well, was that's hanging out good. with my friend with who has just had a baby, and she said that her baby's been sleeping like crazy because. It's warm outside, and like yes. the, when it's hot, the baby just like curls up. I and just, just read right to the bed.
0: explanation for that. What I did? Please tell me. And I never knew this. That yeah, what is that? When you're hot, yeah, your body tries to go to sleep because when you go to sleep, the your temperature lowers. Yeah, so you get cooled off. Oh, and so that is why I, babies fall asleep when they're
1: hot. I am the same, and adults. I remember I used to have a. a science tutor who came over in junior high and i didn't get five minutes into any of those lessons because we would sit in the bedroom and the sun would be the perfect time of day and it was always like right on my bed and i just well yeah and (laughs) And also science lessons were boring when i was in junior high well yeah that's another problem yeah
0: but yeah that was the first time i had heard an explanation which totally makes sense totally but it's like, oh. But I like to sleep in a cold environment, so I don't know what that
1: says about yeah, me. Yeah, that is weird. Fucking weirdo. Yeah, and also, I'm thinking now about how, like, the temperature drops, but if I'm too hot at night, is when I have nightmares. Totally. Like, I will 100 million percent have a bad dream if I'm wearing a sweatshirt or if there are too many blankets.
0: wow. And they're, like,
1: violent. They're, they're bad dreams. Oh, my like God. Night terrors. Sarah. Yeah, it's bad.
0: It is. So Keep it
1: cool. I have to man. make sure that I'm also in a cool
0: environment. <laughs> I wanted to um talk about this article I read in New York Mag and it was about Penn Gillette, who mm-hmm. I love, um, who is half of Penn and Teller, and he's um and Penn and Teller have a Vegas magic show,
1: which don't we you, should see sometime. Don't you feel like Teller really got the shitty end of the stick? No.
0: I think it is so fun because he probably likes not that, talking. Yeah. Well, do you but I'm thinking about all the other jobs that Penn gets. That yeah, but maybe that's Teller the whole point that he didn't want that. Okay. That's great then. It's such a great gimmick, I yeah. think. Okay, then. Good and that his name is Teller.
1: Oh, my god. <laughs> I just realized that. Well, you know how I am about last names. Is that his real last name? Yeah. I think so. I think it is too. Of course it is. Of
0: course. Well, or if it's not, it's, if it's still funny. Or it's his
1: first name because Penn Gillette? That's his first name, Penn and Teller.
0: Oh, oh my God! Now, uh, now I have to know. I have to know. <laughs> okay, what? Got to crack. Yeah, the what case. if his first name is Steve? <laughs> Lou. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right. It must be his first his first name.
1: Unless they just. Oh my God! I don't know. I don't look yeah, look it up. Okay, but tell I'll, me what you're saying. Yeah,
0: in the meantime, the article was great because Penn, first of all, is always uh, entertaining, and he's very smart, and. One thing that he said stuck out to me because I know you like magic, love it, and I thought that you would find this interesting. He was sort of going through um, why they chose to do their act the way they do, which is to sort of like it's a wink, mm-hmm. like yeah. they they treat the audience like the audience is smart enough to grasp what's going on. They don't pretend like it's um, what do you call it, like. Truly magic? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They, they know that it's...
0: Yeah, and sometimes they'll tri- even explain some things that yeah. they do. Yeah. Um And they were pointing out that you, on one hand you have David Copperfield, who is this guy who's like, this is truly magic. Yeah, and I can't stand him. I don't like him either, but, I mean, I, clearly a lot of people do. Yeah. But his whole, like, style yeah. is to make, or at least to present it as, your eyes aren't deceiving you, this was actually... Yeah. It's not an illusion. Yeah, and then he talked about how on the other end of the spectrum is David Blaine, who wants you to believe he'll be like, "This is all real." Like, like well, um, doesn't?
1: Yeah, okay. Not
0: like magic, but like, yeah, this is actually happening in like, yeah. your body or whatever. Yeah. Like when he does those like, yes, weird physical feats, yeah, with the
1: skin and f- like face or put a razor blade through something. Or- yeah,
0: like he won't he'll. Do the opposite, where yeah. it's like, this isn't magic and this isn't fake, this, it's real, but in this like physical world, real. Yes. And the, Penn Gillette was saying, it's kind of ridiculous that we call both of those things magic because they are totally different art forms and huh. totally different. What and does I he wondered want them to what be you called. Thought. He didn't say, he was just like, we're in the middle where, you know, huh. we acknowledge that it's, we're constructing this. And that the audience is smart enough to be in on the joke. Yeah, um, and that he kind of was saying that. I guess it would be like a different musical genres. They're all music.
1: Yeah, but hip hop, different things,
0: and classical, whatever. Classical, yeah, yeah, are just piano, like different. totally different genres. Mm, that makes me think. Like, what's your favorite style of magic? Up close magic. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> See how <laughs> I fast I had that answer. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, like, it, it's up close magic. Slight Why do hand. you laugh? Why do you like that the best? Because that's the stuff that really blows your mind. Because you think you can figure it out? Yeah. Because I have seen things where I'm like, I I can't wrap my brain around it. Mm -hmm. However, there was one guy who I was in the very front row. It was at the Magic Castle. It was the very last act of the night. And he Mm -hmm. did this thing where... He either linked rings together, yeah. and I saw the paper clip that he used to hold a ring up because I was at the perfect angle where I could see under it. And I was like, oh. It felt like I was like... Did you think that other people could see, or you think you were the only one? I'm pretty sure I was the only one because I was so close. I was... And the person to the right and left of me were not at the angle where you could have even seen this paper clip. Mm -hmm. I was low enough.
0: Do you think he knew you could see?
1: Well, you know what? No, because I think he was not the best. I know everybody who goes through the the Magic Castle is amazing, but I think there was a reason why he was the last show of the night, and he seemed like he was still learning. Okay. Like, he hadn't really had a – he didn't didn't – Or at
0: least he made a mistake on
1: that one. Yeah. It felt like he was new, like newer. (laughs) my God. You know.
0: That's terrible. Like – that's hard to believe, though, because even Penn was talking about how um, usually when someone's a magician, they usually start with, between like the age of five and ten. Yeah, um,
1: and the, <laughs> this, what is so funny about because that because it's like there's no other profession where you're, I, <laughs> nobody was like, well, you know, she's a she's a psychotherapist, and you know, she really started like really like you know treating people. It it makes sense though because there ten. is
0: another profession like athletes.
1: Okay, okay, that's fair. Because it's a game, and magic is a game too, so it makes sense the kids would be
0: (laughs) into it, but that is funny. (laughs) But one thing that I forgot to mention that you will be into is that he says that the people, the kids that he talks to now are far more likely to be girls than they used to be. It used to be boys club, boys club, boys club, and now he gets girls coming up like little girls after the show saying I want to be a magician. And oh, he's so excited. that's great! Yeah, because it is stupid how it was mostly boys. You know what
1: it is, and I'm trying to like wrap. I can't even think of a single female. You know why? Because like he what, named one, you, but I didn't know Why do you her.
0: use magic? Is like to, get, to chicks. get chicks, like rock stars, kind of totally. But then he talked about how the early days of magic also you know, were about
1: mutilating women. You oh, know, right. saw saw the woman. In half. I was like, wait, what? Oh, that's absolutely accurate. You
0: know, and things like that were Oh good. Yeah, and so it's changing and I thought
1: yeah. I like this. More like he... an accessory.
0: Yeah. And, he... and so it's shifting. It took a while for that to shift. Yeah. But any hoodles.
1: Is the assistant still alive and well in magic? Like the the magician and the magician's assistant, that whole thing.
0: I think that's antiquated.
1: You think it is? I haven't seen I think one I'm in ages. Same, same here. That's Maybe I'm David like, Copperfield. Yeah, he's the one I'm thinking of, which is why I can't stand it. For like a million, <laughs> or, I don't know why, I just think it's cheap magic. Like Really? It's because it's like, oh, you think you can just win? It feels like a lot of bells and whistles, you know? like almost like the real world set where it like looks great from far away but then you get close up and you're like this is
0: yeah cuz he's the opposite this- of up close he's magic He's the opposite. You're right. And I don't like that bullshit. And like how he would like make the uh, Statue of Liberty disappear, he's done that. He made the Eiffel Tower, I think, disappear. Oh. And that's the opposite of up-close man.
1: Yeah, it's, it only works from far away, and I don't like any of that bullshit. Wow. I'm very picky about my magic You're like, styles. yeah,
0: you're like an elitist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a magic elitist. <laughs> I am. All right, well, we're uh, wrapping things up here. Right? Do you have anything you want to add? That,
1: like, flew by.
0: It really did. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. No.
1: What did I want to say? Man, Nothing. Tell me right now. I don't have anything. Okay. I checked literally every single thing off my list. Oh, okay. So we'll do just enough. <laughs> I, I know literally no more.
0: <laughs> Until next time. Yep. All right, guys. See ya.